As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Hulk! Smash! Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. There's more to them than meets the eye. It's
Crypt. We kicked things off with the Peanuts theme there. All things, we're going to be talking about the Peanuts today. Uh, a very uh, American uh, comic strip. Um, of course, we got George Garner in the studio. Woo. And Psycho Eddie's here and uh, Tony Jones. Great to be here. It's a full studio. But before we get to talking about that, let's get down to some little nerd news. How about that? Okay. N- news for nerds. <laughs> um, first of all, we'll start off with the the uh, the greatest Royal Rumble, which I will call the greatest live television yeah. show. It was bad. It had a better card than WrestleMania would have, but it failed. Oh, you mean talking about? I mean this the newest the the wrestle yeah. Royal Rumble I just had. Yeah, it was bad. It it definitely failed in comparison um, to the actual Royal Rumble. Uh, and of course, I caught this weekend opening weekend, which I had to because I knew someone would ruin it. And don't worry, I'm not going to be that guy that ruins the movie for you. But I'm going to tell you this right off the back: the Avengers Infinity Wars is a ten out of ten movie. Hmm. Uh, it's I'm wa- I haven't seen it, but I intend to go very shortly. Yeah, you should, because there's already people putting spoilers yeah. up on stuff. Uh, stay off of Facebook. Stay <laughs> off of social media. Don't listen to the radio, because I'm sure the radio guys will ruin it for you as nope, well. I'm, I'm having no contact with the outside world until I see <laughs> that movie. It, it is an, it's an excellent movie. It's a 10 out of a 10. Uh, does it follow the comics? No, not really, but it's still, it's still enjoyable. Now, my only question is, I haven't seen Thor Ragnarok, and i that's the only one I have to catch up on. Yeah, you should see that. And I should see Ragnarok first. Yeah, right? you should see that, and if you haven't seen the Black Panther, see that one, too. Okay, so, so I, best to so see those, those are, two. It, okay. it is a good thing to see those, because they all tie together. On, on, well, fortunately, the Marvel Universe ties together. And Captain Marvel's on tap for next year, right? Or the yeah. year after? Yeah, it's, it's, I'm telling you, this is, uh, unfortunately, DC, this is why... Uh, everybody looks down on your movies <laughs> because they're not as good. They are. They're good, but they're not as good as the Marvel movies are. The Marvel just is destroying the DC universe as far as movies go. Well, that's because the DC universe does things bass backwards. And yeah, Marvel's, o- Marvel's also willing to spend $300 million to make a film. Oh, yeah, the celebrities that were on this film, I, I'm telling you, they, that was... That was something, and I, I guarantee you they made back their money for those celebrities opening weekend. I didn't get an opening weekend number, but that's not my deal. It's the top. It's tops. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's uh, also in good news for everybody that's out there. Christmas for the nerds. Free comic book day is coming up May fifth, so make sure to mark that out in your calendars. And myself, I will be at the Rubber Chicken, which is on 15 North Main Street, Bellingham, Mass. The event kicks off at 9 a.m. This guy has. Really good stuff. Not only does he give away free comics, but sometimes his surplus he gives away as nice. well. So uh, it's one of my favorite guys to go to. But definitely support your local comic book shop and go out for free comic book day. And don't just be that guy that grabs the free comics and screws. At least check out the 50 cents bin and give the guy some cash. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, if you, and if you go to a regular comic book shop that doesn't support free comic book day, think about your purchasing power and where you should take your business instead. Yeah, because if you're not supporting that, that's that's like a, a retail store not supporting Christmas. Right. <laughs> it's suicidal. Um, and talking about things not, well, Christmas and all that other stuff, we're going to go down to the Peanuts this weekend or this Monday. Um, all, and some, some little facts there. We all know that it was created by Charles M. Schultz. And... It appeared in October 2nd, 1950s, wow. in, the, in, the, in the actual newspaper itself. 
uh, and it ran until February 13th, 2000. Now, Charles Schultz made, let's see the numbers that I was looking at here, over 17,897 strips <laughs> was made for as far as the newspaper and uh, other publications that came out with that. Uh, the comic ran in more than 2,000 papers. He won Cartoonist of the Year in 1955 and again in 1964. And as a little side fact, he also, most people know that he, the, the peanuts are in the Hallmark cards. That's not right. a given away. But what they don't notice is he also did a commercial for Ford Motor Vehicles huh. with the peanut characters when they were coming out. Um, I didn't know that, not until I was looking this up. He did a, he did a couple of um, corporate commercials. I yeah. Mean, insurance, too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course, in MetLife, they used Snoopy for uh, the, the head character for oh, that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they did a couple of them as well. I am a huge fan of the Peanuts, and I'm going to go over some other things that are right here, but I'm going to say off the back that as much as I read the comic strips themselves on the Sundays or on a daily basis, I was introduced to them through movies. Okay. And that's how I got hooked onto it as well, and we'll talk about that later on. Um, but some of the characters out there, you wanted me to go over all 21 of them. That's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, and there's even, I think there's even more than the 21 that I looked at. Um, we're only going to talk about like the, the 10 that people know. The main well, eventers. The main eventers. Not the jobbers. I mean, no one cares about the, the kite-eating tree. Well, wait a minute. Wait, what do you mean? Well, it's a character. The kite-eating tree. What do you mean nobody cares about it? Well, I don't care about it. I know it's even even, it. even after Charlie Brown bit it, the hippies do. Oh, I didn't know about Charlie Brown. So Absol absolutely, the, the, the kite eating tree captured and ate so many of Charlie Brown's kites over the years that finally, even Charlie Brown lost his temper, and he watched the kite eating tree eat one of his kites, and then he bit it. He bit the tree, tree right in the trunk. <laughs> took a bite right out of it. Mm. Then he Casey. got in. Then he got in trouble with the EPA. Well, <laughs> he got. You know, he got. Um, you know, the summons came in the mail. No biting trees is allowed. It's only a uh, hugging of trees. Well, yeah, so, you know, so, you know, his, his sister Sally, you know, comes in with the um, document saying, uh, yeah, something, something, about, something from the EPA about you biting a tree." <laughs> and uh, Charlie says, "Do you always read my mail?" And she looks at him and says, "Do you always bite trees?" <laughs> oh man, uh, I don't know where to lead off on biting trees. Well, do you want to know what happened? Yeah, what happened? Well, Charlie Brown was in trouble. He was getting sued by the EPA. But then he was off the hook because the kite-eating tree fell over during a storm. <laughs> That's what that tree gets for yeah. getting all those kites inside there. It's called karma. Comes around with, you it know, does. What goes around, comes around. Doesn't matter if you're a tree or a human. You ruin that poor kid's kites. Uh, I was often re referred to when I was growing up, and you would think that I would hate it, but I was <laughs> often referred to because of my name being called Charlie Brown. Uh. Although I was never short and bald, nor did I ever wear a yellow and black shirt. <laughs> but for some reason, just because my name, everybody yeah. would call me Charlie Brown. And after a while, I took it as a compliment, especially when I saw how much that this guy has accomplished uh, throughout mm -hmm. the years. So it's like, it's, there's worse things you could call me. I mean, you could call me Pigpen. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty bad to be called <laughs> Pigpen. That's kind of like picking on someone. Although even, even though Pigpen was filthy, he, was, he went through life in the comic strip more popular than Charlie Brown, sad to say. Really? 
You think he was more popular? Oh, absolutely. Charlie Brown was the uh, loser, you know, to everybody. Well, I yeah, mean, I, I get. Pigpen was criticized, but on at the, on the other hand, they let him join in all their activities. <laughs> at least he could kick a football, he right? Play a mean base. Yeah, and he and he managed the difficult feat of raising a cloud of dust in a snowstorm too. <laughs> now that's a difficult feat. Now that's we, filthy. <laughs> now, yeah, that definitely is filthy. Let's go down to some music because we got like eight songs to get through today along with uh, the Peanuts. Uh, let's go down to Weird Al's Addicted to Spuds, which later on we will play the song that he 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 carried over with this. All right, so let's go down to Weird Al's Addicted to Spuds here on Chuckles Crip or on freeradio.org. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm giving up. It's just no use. Another case of spot abuse. What can I say? Addicted to Spuds, and uh, later on we'll play the song that he parodied that from. Uh, but right now we're talking about the Peanuts, and thank God George, you're here because all I did was like basic facts. So you're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna help me out with this today. For once, uh, you're gonna be more knowledgeable than the subject than I am. Well, because I'm um, I'm yeah. going by uh, basically like happy thoughts that I had and a couple like you know notes here and there that i took down for this right well what is you know the reason i would be more knowledgeable than you is because i thought about it when you said you wanted this to be the subject this week and i mean there's quite a few comic strips i really like but i thought about it and no peanuts is still my favorite it's one of my favorite lifetime favorite it's uh definitely one of my favorites to read especially when i'm working and i need something to entertain me in the bathroom <laughs> it's one of my favorites it has to be yeah definitely is yeah. now now uh did you know that Charlie Brown and and all the characters in there were based on Charles Schultz's life? Childhood, yeah. Yeah, the childhood where the even Snoopy uh, himself is based on the dog Spike, his dog Spike, which later on Spike would appear as a as Snoopy's as a brother. Yeah, yeah, down the road, which uh, I did not know that this was actually based on his life until I I looked this up. And what a messed up life the man must have lived. No, he he did. He wasn't uh, always a happy person growing up. He really wasn't. As is the case with most comedians. I mean, whether it's comic strip writers or, you know, stand-up comics. I mean, usually, you know, you find somebody that's a, you know devotes their life to comedy. They, they're miserable. You know, or they at least they grew up mostly miserable. But, yeah, but the thing with the Peanuts, though, is that you know, he started out just, uh, yeah, like you said, using characters from his life and things like that. You know, but then he started using them symbolically and metaphorically for like the 60s, you know, for all the, the civil rights movement and the, um, so in other words, that's why uh, I would say Penis is my favorite strip because you can read it at face value. 
Mm-hmm. Or, the, but there's always other stuff going on. There's a backstory. There's to a backstory, it. Yeah. right? He was always using it for social commentary at the same time as he was telling the straightforward, you know, just the kids. Yeah, which as as kids reading it, or even an adult that wasn't paying attention, right, you just look at it's just fun with you know, the kids. Yeah. It's just fun. Yeah. Now I'm going to go only go over ten characters. I'm not going to do the full scope of it because we only have an hour show. Well, yeah, and most of them, like uh, you know, we were talking about, you know, Ed was bringing up uh, his like research. Five. Yeah, I mean, there were there was quite a few characters that are included in the Peanuts universe because they were at some point in the Peanuts universe, brought into the Peanuts universe. But they were basically... They were pretty much one and done. Right. I was, I was trying to think of the right word. One and done is the way to... Yeah. They were briefly in the strip. You know, maybe they, if, they served their purpose and were, were pushed on. Right. Or maybe if uh, Peppermint... Uh, quite a few of them, you know, of the names we wouldn't know, were when Peppermint Patty would bring her ball team over to play Charlie Brown's. <laughs> and, you know, there were always kids with her. You know what I'm saying? And those kids, be, obviously, they're included in the Peanuts universe. But, you know, who knows? You know, they're minor. Like, you know, they're not one and done, but they're a handful of times and done. Yeah. You know. Like, a lot of times it would appear, like, for me in the in uh, in the movies as background characters. Right. Ex- that's a good way to put it, too. Yeah. Extras, and extras in a movie. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, now, I only did 10 characters. You guys out there can look up the rest. Uh, number one, of course, Charlie Brown. And like I said, I've always been referred to being him uh probably the the most popular character in the whole thing when everybody watches this is snoopy um yeah there's i think there's a there's a big uh you can go back and forth among uh peanuts fans yeah you know yeah kind of like the three stooges you know shemp or curly you know this one you know you can go back to charlie brown or snoopy i always like snoopy because he came across being an asshole he really was oh he oh definitely (laughs) yes self-centered spoiled yeah yeah I had an overactive imagination like myself. Uh, Linus, of course, Linus Van Pelt. Um, we all had a friend that had that certain something that they, they would not let go of. Uh, but I, I never could relate to the whole blanket holding on thing, but I know some people out there could. Uh, Peppermint Patty, uh, there's circulated rumors that uh, <laughs> we won't say about her. Uh, Lucy Van Pelt, which, of course, was Linus's brother, and she was the asshole to Charlie Brown. Um, Leader of the assholes to Charlie yeah. Brown. <laughs> Schroeder, which was like the, the guy that wanted nothing to do with anybody, just wanted to sit down and play his piano. Who Lucy was in love with. Yeah, Lucy was in love with him. He had wanted nothing to do with her. He just wanted to sit there, play his music, be left alone. Do you think that made a whole generation of kids want to become musicians because they saw him just having chicks chase him around? <laughs> Possibly. It could have been an influence. Well, there was only, it was only one chicken. It was Lucy. Yeah, so that's true. I'm not quite sure Maybe how not. appealing that would be. <laughs> Put him the other way. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, uh, Woodstock, the, the yellow bird yep. that's yep. flying around. That Well, you say flying, but most of the time flying and falling while he's trying to fly. Uh, Marcy, which is best friends with Peppermint, Peppermint Patty. Again, circulated rumors with that that we will not no, touch on this show. Let me, I will actually let's uh, we can touch on it. It's, this is uh, this is progressive modern times. <laughs> no, uh, Peppermint Patty was a tomboy, and I'm here to tell you that now she had a thing for Charlie Brown. Strangely enough, she was a tomboy with a crush on Charlie Brown, and uh, Marcy. Nah, you could you know maybe you could say something about Marcy's attraction to Peppermint Patty, <laughs> but not the other way. You don't but, think the other no, way. Peppin' Patty was absolutely straight. Marcy, maybe, maybe not. And then, of course, you have Pigpen, 
uh, which we talked about him earlier, the cloud that comes up in snow, and Sally Brown, Charlie's sister, uh, sister. who has a thing for Linus. Yes, uh, which one of my favorite movies we'll talk about later on. She she gets duped because of Linus. Well, we can talk about it right now. Why not the the great pumpkin patch, Charlie <laughs> yes. Brown? One of the one of my favorite uh, cartoon movies out there, and it's it's a tradition. To put that movie on around Halloween. Well, the, well, let's make let's make a difference. Though there were full length cinematic Charlie Brown movies. Yeah, these were the TV shows, and the specials. It, yeah, it, it's right now the only way you can get it is on DVD. Maybe once in a while to show it. I haven't seen it in a while. They do show them. They, 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 I believe they show the Christmas special on regular channels still, and I think I think Charlie Brown Halloween is the other one. Yeah. I, I haven't caught them in a while. I just have the DVD copy. So I put them in my movie collection. Uh, it, that's one of my favorites. She gets duped. I mean, that poor thing there. She goes out to support Linus for this imaginary character that's supposed to be the next biggest thing next to Santa Claus. And she gets robbed of Halloween. No candy, no partying, no nothing. Total robbery. Yep. Um, so <laughs> and as Charlie, as Charlie Brown says... You've heard of a woman scorned. That's nothing compared to a woman that's been cheated out of trick-or-treat. <laughs> oh, man. I would be pissed if I got treated out of trick-or-treat. That kid would be getting a beating from me. We'd be fighting still to this day. Which only renders the question, would you really hang out with another dude in a pumpkin patch? <laughs> Depending on how stoned I am, possibly. <laughs> Just had to ask. <laughs> Especially at that age, well, maybe. Maybe it would have happened, but... Probably not. I would not have given up Halloween. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't have the bad luck of getting rocks in my in my bag like Charlie Brown did for trick or treating, <laughs> but I did have the bad luck of getting open apples and popcorn <laughs> oh, balls yeah. inside my and, well, and the cheap Smarties and everything inside there. Maybe some Necco wafers yeah, was well, thrown inside there as well. well there yeah. was. There was this lady in my neighborhood that gave away pennies one year, and I didn't really think too much about it. The next morning, I was passing by her house. It was just covered in eggs. I mean, there had to be three dozen eggs on the front of her house. <laughs> well, let's keep in mind, too, that that episode about the Great Pumpkin uh, is actually a commentary on organized religion. Oh, really? Oh, absolutely. Think about it. Um, a person who believes for no good reason uh, lures other people into it to let them to, so that they become disillusioned. The original believer ends the show by saying, oh, great, but I'll be here next year. No, I wouldn't even think about that until I, I, I guess my innocent child memory just took it no, out. Just, just, you know, oh, it, it is what it is. Yeah. But think about, you know, think about it. In other words, uh, you know, Charlie, you know, Linus, you know, worship, you know, believing in the great pumpkin, you know, no, no justification for doing so, just mm. believes it. And he's never discouraged from his belief, no matter how many times he's proven wrong. Hmm. I, I definitely did not look at it that way. Now, we were it's talking deep. about crappy candy that's been given away for Halloween. This is a perfect segue. Yeah, stop looking at my Necco wafers. Too. Yes, <laughs> and I gave you some Necco wafers. This, is from one of our, this next song is from one of my favorite bands. We'll just say YMC because we're not allowed to say the name of the band uh, due to... Um, people younger names listening <laughs> so ymc's necco wafers here in chuckles crypt rhode island free radio.org this next song is a halloween song yeah about one of the worst candies you can ever find in your pillowcase at the end of a halloween night this song is called necco wafers i hate necco wafers <laughs> 
that was YMC's Knuckle Wafers. Believe it or not, that song was recorded and uh, inside the Chuckles and Laughs studio. Yeah. And it ha- has, a, well. has a pretty good sound to it for being in an um, insane asylum, I, I think, personally. Uh, the sound guy did a good job across the table um, getting them to sound really, really good where they've played other places and not so good. Not so good. Uh, they are a really good band. I just wish they would uh, play. play. Yes, thank <laughs> you. Uh, they really do. Now, we're going to talk about the Peanuts movies because we're not going to do all 45. 45. Because there's 45. And I know wow. they're not all movies. I know you consider them television specials. Right. But when I did the research and everything, they, they clumped them in as movies. And there are 45 of them, uh, if not uh, I'm, I might be missing a couple. That yeah, are well, like, like that. I say, myself, me personally, I like you know, with it's your show, so we're differing in our opinions. But my attitude was, if I was going to do this, I would leave out anything made after the death of Schultz, Charles Schultz, I know because you, it's not supervised by him, it's not authorized by him, and it's not yeah. drawn by him. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it's not. I know you would, but this this movie still grossed uh, quite a bit of money after it did. its passing. Now, and and you, you mean the CGI movie? Yeah, right? the 2015 Peanuts movie, which came out. Um, and yes, I I had guilty pleasure of enjoying this movie. I'll t- I'm, no, I admit I w- I watched it twice. Yeah. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Watched it once. Then I said, okay, is this as good as I just thought it was? So I watched it again. No, I'm... I admit it's it's got it's got some hilarious moments. And, it really does. And they did a great job creating a buzz with a little bit of guerrilla marketing with that setup where you could sit down before the movie came out and like be in the Peanuts movie with the Peanuts. That I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah. They they had that setup up in uh, Lincoln Mall. They had that up there as well, um, which uh, that's a while ago. Uh, 1965, a Charlie Brown Christmas, which we've all inside this room have seen that. Yeah. Uh, 1966, The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, which I said earlier is one of my all-time favorite Charlie Brown yeah, I mean, specials. I, I mean, those two, are the, those two are the ultimate standard bearers, I think. Yeah. Uh, 1969, A Boy Named Charlie Brown. Oh, was first, full length, first full length movie. Yep. Uh, 1973, A Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, mm. which I'm not going to say it's weak, but out of all of them, it was Out of all the least holiday originals, yeah, it, it was the weakest of the bunch. Yeah, put it that There's way. A reason why they don't play it every year. Yeah, yeah, it, it's not that great. Uh, 1980s Bon Voyage, Charlie Brown. In 1972 Snoopy Comes Home. I like that one. Uh, 1977 Charlie Brown's All Star. I, I like that one as well. 
and uh, 1977 Race for Your Life, Charlie Brown. And my last favorite one out of this one was You're Not Elected, which uh, that was that was pretty enjoyable as I'll well. Tell you, other than the Christmas and um, Halloween obvious ones, my favorite of the TV specials is how about Arbor Day? Nobody really mentions that much anymore. <laughs> no. But they made yeah, it's Arbor Day Charlie Brown, which I think is did he bite the tree then? Was that no, no. This was the, no. He bit the tree much later. Oh, all right. Don't keep in mind, Charlie Brown was a very patient person. He had to be. I mean, I'm not Lord. quite sure how many kites that tree ate before he finally bit it back. How many kites that tree ate? How many times he went to kick the ball and landed on the back of his <laughs> skull? Yeah, and how he didn't get like brain damage from <laughs> every time that happened, I'm not sure. Maybe he did have brain damage. And that's part of the reason he was the way he was. Maybe that's why he was bald as a little kid. Yeah. <laughs> well, the ironic thing is that Charlie Brown only had like, two hairs on his head, but his dad was a barber. <laughs> <laughs> the parents never seen. You, you just you no. heard him in the background, but it wasn't one of those things where they were ever uh, shown on the Charlie Brown. Yeah, that was special. part of the genius of it. The adult voices were womp, 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 yeah. womp. And I still hear those voices every now and then when my wife's talking to me. <laughs> right. And, if, and it wasn't until I was grown up that I understood what Schultz was getting at with that. In other words, that's how adults sound to kids. In other words, the kids, it doesn't, you know, what the adults they're say, they're not paying attention and it doesn't matter. It doesn't register. Oh, yeah. I know. Parent, you know, they might as well just be womp, 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 womp. Yeah, my, my year and a half old daughter, I definitely think she hears that when I tell her no. She just hears the womp, 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 right. and just does what she wants. She's only a year and a half, right. but I'm, I'm pretty sure she's doing right. that. But the, um, I, wanted, I just want to like put in one more uh, shout for the Arbor Day special, though. If, you, if our listeners haven't seen that and you appreciate animated comedy, just picture it. Um, Charlie Brown's ball field, Lucy and the girls – who usually scorn Charlie Brown, decide that for Arbor Day, you know, and Arbor Day is a celebration. It's like Earth Day. It's a celebration of, you know, the earth and plants and all that type of thing. Well, Lucy and her friends decide it would be a real nice thing to do to uh, landscape Charlie Brown's ball field. Yeah. Yeah, you know, before the ball game. Oh, that's, that's going to be great. And, uh, you know, and among other things, you know, there's a they plant a tree on the pitcher's mound. Um, there's a scarecrow out in... In left field with a baseball glove, yeah. So you got to watch it. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, I, I, I have. That's, that's seen my that endo- one. that's my endorsement for the week. I'll have yeah. to look that the up. Question, beers to ask. Yeah. Is that where they got she got the term out in left field? When someone is just not with it, they're out in left field. Yeah, not well. You mean not from the Charlie Brown show? That was a that was yeah, later on. Were they doing a spoof on? Oh, oh, I get it. I get it. Okay. Was Charlie Brown doing a spoof? Left field, or did that, did that quip actually come from Charlie Brown always being out in left field? Oh, no. It, no, Charlie Brown, no, it wouldn't have because if I understand what you're getting at, no, because Charlie Brown was the pitcher So you know, on the team. All right. So he wouldn't have been out in left field. Literally, he he wasn't. He played. He was pitcher. He yeah. didn't play out in the outfield. I remember because uh, someone would hit the ball and would knock all his clothes off. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah, and that's how he knew he was getting older because he said when he was younger he could dodge those line drives. <laughs> yeah. No, but the, but the, no, the, but the uh, scarecrow in left field was a joke on the fact that his team can't. They're incompetent when it comes to playing baseball. Hmm. You know, having the scarecrow out there in the field, act, the scarecrow actually made a catch. 
<laughs> during the ball game. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And uh, apparently the umpire ruled it, you know, a legitimate out because, yeah, because thanks to the scarecrow, it puts Charlie Brown's team in a position to win. And did they win? I'm not going to tell you because I want you to watch this. Yeah, I have to see this Arbor Day one. I, I remember the Charlie Brown Valentine's Day special as well. I that wasn't that bad. That wasn't bad. Um, I kind of can relate with him about getting Valentine's Day cards because <laughs> I was that kid that <laughs> never got any inside the thing there. The teacher had to make one for me to make me feel good. Uh, so well, I, I relate with this character. I well, I was I was like the anti, the, the opposite, polar opposite of that situation because I was the kid that didn't hand out Valentine cards. <laughs> Yeah, but I bet you you liked those chalky little hearts that came out. Oh, well, not the, oh I liked it when kids gave me stuff. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> oh, man. Do they even still do that in school now? I mean, can they get away with that stuff now? They, they did it for a long time. I, I don't know if they still do it. You mean like the, the, like the Valentine's Day party with the cards yeah. and the candy I, I and stuff? I don't think they can. Yeah. They probably, probably not. This. Actually, the last I heard, I have uh, a niece who's just rounding 15, 16 years old, and they actually put a stop to it because some of the kids would not bring a card for all yeah. the other children. So there was hurt ah. feelings. Mm -hmm. You know, someone needed a timeout, a hug, uh, a puppy to snuggle. Or Everybody something. gets a trophy. Everybody gets a trophy, oh, exactly. Man. So because some kid in the Coventry School System did not give out 28 cards, he only gave out 26 they, he ruined it for everybody. No, I can I can see. I'll, I'll tell you, though. I mean, I am usually, like, virulently against political correctness and all this everybody gets a trophy thing. But, no, I remember from school days, you know, once in a while I was on the receiving end of the abuse and other times I was, you know. I, you abuser. I was, I was, yeah, I was kind of a tweener. Yeah, like, yeah. you know how in wrestling we have tweeners? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes the face, sometimes the heel. I was in between. Sometimes I was taking the abuse, sometimes I was giving it out. But so from that objective viewpoint, I can actually, shit, I don't want to actually say that <laughs> modern psychobabble psychology has a point. I, I, hate, don't, I hate to say that, I, so I won't. But I will say that I understand from what Ed just said mm -hmm. that because it's not a case of, let's say, well, me, <laughs> that doesn't give out cards <laughs> to everybody, right? If they were lucky, my three or four best friends would get something. But let's say you had a kid in the class like the, the Carrie White from, right, from the Carrie movie <laughs> that everybody dislikes. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like yep. an ultimate opportunity to make that person feel suicidal. Well, then you go ahead and find out that Jeffrey Dahmer never got a Valentine's Day card. <laughs> right. So I can, yeah. So yeah. And look at me. Never got one. And see what I do for a living? <laughs> I throw e-paint on and play an evil clown. Exactly. <laughs> so... But yeah, no. But I can I can see that actually. I mean, to not learn that those Valentine's Day parties have met their demise, I can live with that. Oh. It's one of the few things I won't complain about. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm not going to complain about either. We're going to go down to some more music here because we've got uh, quite a bit to go through. Well, we, you, you just want to get onto the music because somebody made a serious a point on your show by accident. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We better stop. We by pro I promise that, that will not happen again this week. <laughs> we're about comics here. We we got we got to stick to the comics and pop culture. And let's go down to some Faith No More's Midlife Crisis. Boy, this really kicks at home for me. <laughs> Here on Chuckles Crypt, Rhode Island Free Radio.org. <laughs>
particle man, particle man, doing the things a particle can. What's he like? It's not important. Particle man, is he a dot or is he a speck? When he's underwater, does he get wet or does the water get him instead? Nobody knows. Particle man. Uh, beforehand we had Faith No More's Midlife Crisis and followed up was Particle Man the might, the might Be Giants They Might Be Giants, sorry about that I'm tripping over my own tongue Maybe the whole Midlife Crisis thing has gotten <laughs> to me uh, And we've been talking all things Peanuts and if you've missed what we've been talking about We could go on for hours about this But unfortunately we have Only 15 minutes to go so Well let's go on for hours Yeah let's <laughs> go on for hours, go right over uh, other people's shows So I, I don't think the producer will allow that. Um, along, a tight shift here. Yeah. <laughs> along with all the other stuff that has been uh, that Charles W. Schultz or Charles M. Schultz did, he also uh, wrote 40, 48 books on top of the comics. Uh, you mean unrelated to Peanuts? I mean, wow. They, no, they're, they're Peanuts books. Um, when I was looking them up, there was 45 of them. And you mean the paperbacks? Yeah. Well, I well, so I think what those those were, I believe, collections of the newspaper comic strips, though. I had to look at those. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm I can almost I can almost tell you with a hundred percent that yeah, what they because what they did is they waited till a certain number of strips were printed, mm. then he collected them into a book like this went on for decades. You know, so, so that's why. Um, how many books did you say? Forty-eight. Yeah, I have quite a. As a matter of fact, uh, right in the right in the studio here on uh, in my. Uh, piece of furniture there i got several of them i'll show them <laughs> to you after the show i have a couple as well i'll probably pawn them off on you all right uh because i i haven't uh have no need for them i have to dig them out of my collection all right because yeah there was um every now and then he'd put out they put out a hardcover first you know it'd be a hardcover treasury like treasury of peanuts treasury you know treasury of charlie brown yeah and usually it was called a peanuts treasury that'd be an oversized hardcover then they'd break that down into uh, I don't know if it would be a standard size, but it would be a standard size hardcover book. And then after they sold those for a while, then they'd break down the hardcover books hmm. into 50-cent paperbacks. 
mass market 50 cent paperbacks. And, and to that same point, after they retired in 2000, a lot of uh, newspapers just kept showing kept old strips, them. right? It just yeah. kept yeah. going. Well, the, well, to this day, I, I, I believe the local papers still do. Yeah, they still do. Yeah, Sunday paper. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, well, because, I mean, the fans of Peanuts don't get sick of them. Yeah. I mean, and I know myself, I, I, well, the Providence Journal is the local paper around right. here. I didn't start picking up the Providence. I stopped picking up the Providence Journal because it's a crap rag until <laughs> I found out that they were putting peanut strips. Be- and it was a big announcement. It was like an announcement, kind of like a news headline happened. <laughs> you know, we're bringing, you know, peanuts, comic strips, you know, will be re, what do you call it? Repl- not replayed. Uh, reprinted. Reprinted. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, reprinted in the Providence Journal starting X date. And when you think about it, I mean, if it's something that hasn't been in the paper for, say, 15, 20 years. It's new again. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty new much again. new. Yeah. Especially uh, to some of the younger folks yeah. that are, are might be going into a newspaper reading. I say the word might. Need something to wipe their butt with. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, so before we uh, go down to some more music here, let's let's talk a little bit about the nerd behind us, the video games. And there are... Quite a few video games that Peanuts spun off of the really? video games. And, uh, of course, one of the big ones that came out was Snoopy's Grand Adventures, which came out to uh, bookend the movie itself. Okay. It came out 2015. And it was on the PS4, Xbox One, Xbox 360, Wii U, and Nintendo 3DS. So that, that pretty much covered the whole. Uh, that was 2000. I'll, I'd be curious, though, because even though I'm a huge Peanuts fan, um, yep. I was, you know, were there ever any, like, from the, the old Atari, original Nintendo? There was uh, some from were, the was Nintendo. Was there ever, a, yeah, Peanuts games back then? Yep, there was uh, one from the NES in 1988. It's uh, Snoopy's Silly Sports, which I had this cartridge, and I, I bashed it with a cinder block. <laughs> Let's just put it that way, because okay. it was a very frustrating game. Okay. Like uh, I said, I, I really, you know, like I said, as much of a Peanuts fan as I am, I was never really attracted to any of the video games. That, that I, yeah. like, in other words, that's why I asked. And until you just reminded me, I had forgotten completely about them. Oh yeah, so they must not have been any good. Rick. Well, the 2006 Snoopy versus the Red Baron, oh, yeah. which that one is one of my favorites because that right. one's like a, an airplane. Right, that was later though. Yeah, that I'm, you know, I'm talking that about like good. that. You know, in that first hate because peanuts were at their height. You know, what I'm saying so. You would think that they would have done something major with it. You know, back in the day of the in the yeah. dawn of video games, but I guess not. Well, the, it, no. sounds like, it sounds like they put out just that half was that half was one that you put out of its misery. Yeah, then I definitely <laughs> did put that one. Now, have you guys ever heard this the saying "NES Hard"? That game truly lived by that that name, "NES Hard." Uh, of course, 1995 they had another one, Snoopy's Concert with Super NES. Uh, I remember that one pissing me off too, quite <laughs> frankly, uh, because whenever there was a Snoopy game, my parents got it for me because you right. know, I was a fan of the, the Charlie Brown series. Um, uh, 2010 Snoopy flies the flying ace, which came out for the Xbox 360, and 2001 there was Snoopy's tennis, which came out for the Game Boy. What? Yeah, uh, 2005 Where's the Blanket Charlie Brown, which is PC, and 2007 it's the Big Game Charlie Brown, which uh, is also PC. I'll tell you, what amazes me here is the lack of uh. The lack of game that these video game makers brought to this situation. I mean, where were the obvious? You know what I'm saying? Like back in the days of, you know, like Missile Command and Space Invaders, where is the Charlie Brown kick in the football game? 
Yeah. Well, you follow what I'm saying? And like, in other words, they didn't. It's like they went out out into left field. And, and as much as I like history. I can't believe there was people sitting in a boardroom somewhere saying, "Let's make a game that's World War One based because nothing <laughs> appeals to kids like World War One." <laughs> I mean, I think it's great, but ninety nine percent of the kids out there are like, "What the hell?" Yeah, that game didn't do too well as far as the Gamers uh, Magazine. No, Although and, and I where, enjoyed and, it. And where's the blanket? <laughs> yeah, you know I'm saying that's. In other words, you got a comic strip here, beloved by millions of people, both com- newspaper comic format. Television format, yeah. yep. Movie format, and the best you can do to come up with an idea for a peanuts-based video uh, effort is where's the blanket? <laughs> or Snoopy plays tennis. I mean, why don't you just make it McEnroe plays tennis? Why don't you just make it <laughs> Steffi Graf plays? You follow what I'm saying? And yeah. those, they didn't capitalize on the whole uh, peanuts uh, mythology. They just didn't do it. No, I think the silly sports one had, uh, if I remember right, something to do with the football. And I think that might have been one of the reasons I broke it. <laughs> right. Um, but I'm pretty sure it did. But they still screwed up calling it silly sports. That's generic. Yeah. I, it I, should have been kick the football, Charlie yeah. Brown. Then they would have sold about 5,000 million copies. Yeah, but knowing Nintendo, they would have called it kick the, the football, Charlie Brown. It would have had nothing to do with <laughs> kicking a football. Well, actually, the way Nintendo shot themselves in the foot, it would have been kick us in the nuts, <laughs> Charlie <laughs> Brown. Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, kick Nintendo, Charlie Brown. <laughs> Let's go down to some more music here. Why not? Uh, we're going to skip ahead, this Mr. Jones. We're going to go down to one of my favorite bands. And this, this definitely relates to Charlie Brown. Bloodhound Gangs, why is everybody always <laughs> picking on me? Here on Chuckles Crypt, Rhode Island Free Radio.org.
he'll chill again and kill again. They should've let him be. And like a postdoc, like a go berserk, and he'll to me. See, the trick is only pick on those that can't do you no harm. Like the drummer from the Flappers only got one arm. The drummer from the Flappers only got one arm. The drummer from the Flappers only got one arm. The drummer from the Flappers only got one arm. The drummer from the Flappers only got one arm. The drummer from the Flappers only got one arm. The drummer from the Flappers only got one arm. The drummer from the Flappers only got one arm. The drummer from the Flappers only got one arm. But why is everybody always picking on me? Hey, all right, boys and ghouls, it's getting to that time where the show's wrapping up, and I know George has one of, been one of your favorites. Uh, it has been. I am upset about this show ending. And you could have easily did two hours on this, huh? I mean, uh, it's not a subject I would have uh, necessarily I'm, thought of. No, yeah, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to figure out some angle to put it on the Haunted Cabaret, but I... I could have uh, kept going. I mean, we barely talked about uh, some of the other characters in there that we, we could have... We just brushed on there. Yeah. I could have talked about Lucy's uh, uh, whole psychiatry... Um, yeah, therapy oh, yeah. back in, yeah, back in the cents. summer of love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish it was five cents to go see a therapist. Well, she now. raised her prices. <laughs> Darn that woman. <laughs> uh, so we're we're going to wrap things up, go down for some music. Next time I'm in the studio, we will be talking about going back to cryptozoology and uh, staying in the States, talking about the Enfield monster. Uh, so we will bring up certain little facts about that. So let's uh, we'll give you a little taste because you're not going to get the whole thing. But Robert Palmer's Simply Irresistible, which is what Weird Al copied, addicted to spuds. <laughs> Nighty night, everybody.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.